Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. On today's episode of Going In Raw, it's packed. We've got AEW Rampage results from Friday. We've got WWE Smackdown from Friday. And we've got a bunch of news, including Sammy getting a rematch with Roman Reigns. Don't get too excited. It's at a house show. Also... Kenny Omega, the cleaner, might be open to signing with a very popular wrestling company, Larson. <laughs> but but first, but first, we've got we got a call coming up later in the show to preview tonight's Monday Night Raw with the game Triple H. And given this first news story, Larson, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of questions yes. for Mr. Levesque. So far, let's talk about this Triple H story you might have, as you can see in the thumbnail if you're watching this on YouTube, by the way. Hit that thumbs up button. If we get to 200, Triple H will be very happy. Yes. Hit that subscribe button as well. Let's talk about this. Yes. Reports so, uh, have painted. Oh, yeah. go ahead. So far, reports have painted. Yes, a rosy picture backstage. Since Triple H took over WB Creative with word being that morale in the locker room vastly improved since Vince resigned last July. But a new report from WrestlingNews.co suggests that the game mm. may be ruffling some feathers among oh. talent based on his booking of WrestleMania, is what the site had to say. Mm. Quote, WrestlingNews.co is told that Triple H wants a small card this year, which means that a lot of names that have been working on TV and live events throughout the year will be hanging out backstage during the show. In prior years, there was an effort to include as many wrestlers on the card as possible, and a battle royal would be added to the card to at least give the undercard a chance to be featured on the show. We're told that this year, there is no battle royal planned and only a small handful of talent are being used there's also some unhappiness about some of the slots on the show being used by legends and celebrities. So uh, regarding the the use of legends and celebrities as opposed to full-time stars, I get that frustration a thousand percent. You know, yeah. there's, especially if there's limited spots on the Mania card, you'd like to see as many of those spots go to the full-time roster. And I do feel bad legitimately for anybody who's been working their butt off throughout the year and it, 
aren't going to get a, any sort of spot in the media card. Yeah. To a degree, I appreciate Triple H having the fan experience in mind of WrestleMania. So it's not two five-hour shows. Mm-hmm. It yeah, seems pretty clear that Triple H likes the more succinct pay-per-view events, mm-hmm. premium live events. Sorry. You know, three, three and a half hours max. Yeah. And if we're going to get two days of WrestleMania, three, three and a half hours, um, I mean, I, I, I think, I think that's for the most part, a more enjoyable experience as a viewer than sitting through two, five hour shows. As we get rated here on Twitch by Cultaholic. Thanks fellas. We appreciate it. You know what, dude, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm firmly against the one night WrestleMania yeah. eight hour affair. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. Didn't like it. You can go four. you can go four hours a night. Yeah, on, four hours on, on WrestleMania, no, but no. I get the feeling, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna keep it to like three, three and a half each night, mm-hmm. and I feel like you can go for I think a, a, a total eight hour affair, and maybe add a kickoff show with some matches. I think that's fine. Um, yeah, I, I totally get it, man. I think it's a bummer that uh, you know there are people out there. I know Karrion Cross recently mm-hmm. was uh, vocal about wanting to do more and he said in a fairly diplomatic way as as a person who seems competitive and wants to prove themselves not bitching about you know uh about the state of 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 where he is in wwe Mm -hmm. but there's also a report recently i think it was fightful select that mentioned um wait was shit was it in this one the depth thing about how oh 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 it was fightful select Yeah, yeah talking about a report about people being unhappy about triple h being unhappy with returns and it sort of debunked that, yeah. st- saying instead the whole point of hiring that much more people was because he looked at the way main roster was, and it was the same people all the time, and he needed depth to yeah. the card. That's why when people, for example, like Hit Row, um, who really have not been featured in a very prominent position, no. or even like Tegan Knox, like we saw yeah. last night, they've returned, but they haven't really done a whole lot. No. And it's because he wants fresh faces on the show. Well, oftentimes, or Emma, Madcap Moss, well, he wasn't a return, but Emma was a return. Yeah. And they're not featured that much, but that's because not everybody can be featured. Um, That being said, I would love them to bring back the Battle Royals. You know, start off night one with the men or the women's and night two with the men or the women's. It gives an opportunity to, especially in the women's, when it was originally was named after Moolah and everybody kicked up a fit about that. You know, find somebody who's got a good, you know, a good legacy and name it after them mm-hmm. uh, for the women. And then you've got these two annual affairs. I love Battle Royals. Yeah, I, do I think they're I do fantastic I do and, and allows people to get on the show. I understand the frustration. But, yeah, if, if Triple H's thing is, hey, number one, you know, Triple H, he's from the era where you need to be I guess, a shark, right? Yeah. Like you need to prove yourself to work your way up. I still believe this conspiracy theory or not, I don't know. WrestleMania 32 was Triple H trying to force Roman yeah, to, step to, up. Yeah. to step up because everybody's going to cheer when you do the crotch chop, and that's what Triple H was doing. Mm-hmm. And and so maybe it's a matter of, hey, you know, you guys need to step up. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the final card ends up being. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and, and if any obvious feuds are left off like for example you and i especially after smackdown feel that dom versus ray that's gotta happen at wrestlemania so. yeah that yeah. to me would be extremely weird if that didn't happen 
yeah. WrestleMania. Whether it be a one-on-one match, I wonder if there's a possibility that rather than do a one-on-one bout between Ray and Dom, if they want to avoid that for whatever reason, they can do Ray and Santos versus Dom and Damian Priest, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they can right. a tag yeah. match. Um, yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed that they did the Battle Royals because we love Battle Royals here at Going It Raw mm-hmm. um, yeah. on the Mania cards. You know, if you kick off the show with Battle Royals each night, I think that's a good idea. You get as many people in there, and it doesn't add a ton of time necessarily to the show. We usually get those mm-hmm. done in 15, 20 minutes and it's mm-hmm. a relatively enjoyable 15 or 20 minutes. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's, I'm sure it's, 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 it's a balancing act between getting the show length kind of where triple H wants it mm-hmm. shorter, probably on the shorter mm-hmm. side of things versus yeah. getting as many people involved as he can. Yeah. I mean, look, if, if the idea is I don't want any filler, Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, those those NXT takeovers, you look at those no filler, just banger matches. Um, and that evidently is what he wants with WrestleMania. Every match has to be worthy of a WrestleMania slot. I don't think that's a terrible philosophy. I really don't. Um, I like battle royals. Um, so if it was me, if I had the book, so to speak, I'd put it in there. But um, in fact, today on Wrestle Juice, I did a video where I rebooked WrestleMania. I saw I saw that you didn't yeah. have a chance to watch oh, it, yeah. but I saw that oh, you did man. that. Yeah. Oh. Of course, great. It's absolutely great. Of course, without a doubt. You know, it'd be cool to watch. I don't expect you to watch my shit. (laughs) You know, it'd be cool. Well, I like to sometimes. Um, uh, It'd be cool if they have the two battle royals at WrestleMania, and rather than just them having to get a trophy for winning it, like you, oh, get something. You get first crack at the champ or something like that after WrestleMania. Something get a good get a shot or something. Yeah, absolutely. You know, no, I I agree with that. It shouldn't just be you get this trophy and then oh, a star is born. Because it, that was never the case. Like, you know, it was Baron Corbin, Cesaro, Madcap Moss. I forget who else won that thing. Yeah. But uh, uh, didn't Mojo I mean, win year. one year? Oh, my God, did he? That year that Gronk was in the crowd and jumped the barricade and security didn't know he was going to jump the barricade and they tried to hold him back. Wow. Yeah, that could be. I mean, this year it would have to be L.A. night. If they yeah, I mean, it's in L.A. Yeah. Um, but you know, right now it doesn't look like, for example, the new day are going to be at WrestleMania. Now I I expect them to maybe do some backstage stuff perhaps. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's a pretty big name. That's not going to be, that's right now, not at anything unless Friday is to, unless it's going to be a handicap match, the new day versus LA Knight. LA Knight's going to find a partner who would partner with that guy. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. He seemingly has no friends. (laughs) Right. Um, but yeah, I, you, you can't you can't argue with 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 sending people home or people turning off their peacock and thinking, man, nothing on that card shouldn't have been there. You know, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. whole thing was fantastic from beginning to end. No bathroom break matches or nothing. Yeah, so yeah, can't argue with that. I guess no, no, no. I said it's a balancing act, and and I'm sure Triple H wants to get as many people on there as 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 he can, but. You know, he has his philosophy in terms of how shows should book, how be booked, and how long they should be, how long each show should run. Evidently, and, and I feel like at the end of the day, he's going to adhere to that. Yeah, I love you too. At the end of the day, at the end uh, of the day, that's let me tell you my something. favorite. Let me tell you something. Uh, so, speaking of somebody who might be a WrestleMania next year, Kenny Omega might be signing with WWE, or at least he's open to it. There's been a lot of talk lately about the possibility of the Cleaner jumping ship to WWE. Once his AEW contract expires later this year, on the latest PW Torch audio show, Wade Keller stated that WWE believes that the cleaner is opening is open 
to joining the company. He says this, and these transcripts come to you via wrestlingnews.co. I haven't independently verified rumors of WWE being interested in Omega. I have confirmed they're aware of Omega's open-mindedness to come to WWE. That's what I've been told, that he's open-minded to landing in WWE before his career is over. The attitude is not, I love AEW, I'm going to stay here forever. That is apparently that is not apparently the belief within WWE. They don't believe that Kenny's mindset at this point. Omega is valued within WWE from what I can ascertain by people whose opinions count, but he is not seen at this stage as a wrestler who is so good in the ring that they're just going to do anything to get him. I think they're very happy with the roster. I think they have a lot of great wrestlers who are at Kenny's level. Kenny would be a good addition. I know there is a curiosity and intrigue about what they could do with him if they were able to direct, direct him a little bit better because his character work in three plus years of Dynamite has not been particularly compelling. In terms of being, by the way, this is not me speaking. We're going to have a lot to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, in terms of being a weekly TV series character, that's something what that WWE would be, I think, excited to explore creatively with them. But I don't think he would come in and be seen as a guy who they think are just going to track to headline WrestleMania like Cody has gotten. I think there's a belief there's more to Cody, more of a future, given Cody's age and wear and tear on his body being less. And just as a WWE-ready character and promo, that there's more turnkey main event multi-year potential in Cody than Kenny end quote. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with the idea that his character work on Dynamite hasn't been compelling. I think a lot of the stuff he did as the 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 belt collector was really good. So, I believe that too. Yeah. However, I've seen plenty of mixed opinions on that aspect of things. Hmm. He is one of the top in-ring wrestlers on the planet right now. Yes, I mean, still. that I don't think can be debated. No, if, if, what, yeah. if what he's saying in, in that section of it is actual opinion within people of, that have yeah. influence in WWE, that they think, oh, yeah, he's as good as some of our guys. He's like one of the best in-ring guys. Yeah, he's probably still top 10, even though there he's is. got years of wear and tear of wrestling. Right, yeah. Really physical style. Is he as explosive as he used to be? No, but he's still wildly creative with how he puts together his matches and he's still a damn good storyteller oh he's he's phenomenal he is absolutely somebody who you'd want in there with aj with seth with finn with all you know with roman Um, yeah i love his character work i really do i understand that it's not the most wwe sort of thing in the world i I get that apart from the belt collector stuff i'd agree but the belt collector stuff a lot of that was so over the top i loved it that that I kind of stuff it. seems the perfect fit for the more sports entertainment aspect. The W, you know, like we coming out every week and in 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 you know like the the the, the really ornate blazers and mm-hmm. you know uh, expensive looking shoes. When he was really I, dialing up the 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 obnoxious aspects of the of his heel character, that really may, worked. Maybe they see it as being a bit too satirical i guess maybe in a way a little too over the top i'm not saying what wwe do what wwe does is grounded necessarily but i can see a difference in their approach to what that was i kind of get that um but uh but i and and i don't know i I think kenny'd be one of those guys who and i i forget if this was ever the perception with aj styles what the expectation there was but I think Kenny Omega coming in could be, and again, it is different because he's a bit on the older side, Mm -hmm. but, and I don't remember how old AJ was when he came in versus Kenny now. 2016 when AJ debuted. What is he like 44 now or something? He's like like our age, isn't he? Yeah. Around our age. Um, He's 45. Yeah. 
He's 45 now, so, so 2016. Of seven years 38. Ago, 38. So Kenny's a couple years older. Okay, so just a couple years. Is Kenny 40 by now? Yeah. Okay. Or he's approaching it. Um, I mean, it's in the same ballpark. And you saw how much AJ Styles had to give at that time. And I know there's like maybe more wear and tear on Kenny's body just from the style of wrestling that he employed in Dude, New Japan. Dude, I don't know. You see that. some of the stuff that AJ was doing in, 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 in TNA yeah, Impact. He was wrestling I know. physical style. So Kenny's 39. He's not quite 40. Okay. All right. So that's comparable. But he will turn 40 um, this year. But, uh, and especially also given what he had just gone, I don't remember if AJ had the litany of injuries that Kenny had yeah, racked I up. I don't know either. And then just had to come back from, in any event, I think Kenny Omega is absolutely a unique individual who would do killer in WWE. I think he would outperform every expectation there mm-hmm. was of him. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd have a lot of fun doing it. I think the crowd would absolutely connect with him. Um, and if they have low expectations and he comes in and, and does what he does, I don't. I think that his that their expectations are gonna. I think that he'll blast past whatever ceiling they oh, yeah. might think oh, yeah. he has for him. Yeah. And and if it's Triple H in charge, still, um, I think he's the kind of guy who would notice and run with it. I really mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not he'd you know main event mania, whether or not he'd be a Cody type guy, I don't know. But uh, I think the potential is absolutely there, especially if they split the titles. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If they split the titles. I mean, from an in ring perspective. Kenny at this point, at this juncture, not to say Cody's a bad wrestler, but I, I personally, I find Kenny to be a more compelling in-ring competitor. I do too. Absolutely. Um, and you know, promo work. Yeah. There's, there's quite a difference stylistically. Um, but I, you know, in the right situation with the right character, I feel like Kenny's every, every bit as good a promo as Cody is. I understand Cody is very, he's really Cody's tailored. Really? Cody's a really good. Promo. He can't be a really good promo. He can just kind of meander on for a while too, which is most of what he did in AEW. He's um, very he's he's quite verbose though. He is. He's, <laughs> he's got a large well, vocabulary. A lot of florid language he tosses in there. I know. <laughs> um, but I understand from Co- from WB's perspective, Cody is very much, even though he's been out of WB for what seven years, mm-hmm. still very much a WWE type superstar. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Again, I say this, dude, w, and I say this about Jay White. I'll say it about Kenny Omega. Join Judgment Day. 
Because Judgment Day kind of does the over-the-top cartoonish yeah. villain thing, yeah. and they do it. I'm speaking mainly of Finn, but also Damien tries to keep up, and Dom, oh, God, dude, that segment on SmackDown was awfully meandering, but Dom cracks me up. Mm. Everything he says mm. just absolutely cracks me up. But Kenny and Finn doing the over-the-top villain thing would be so much fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. It would be ridiculous fun. Yeah, I, mean, I think Purple would look pretty good on the cleaner yeah but uh but yeah interesting because what we were talking about the other day as well on friday i believe it was or thursday something like that um was what's kenny's mindset you know mm -hmm. does he want to build aew if the if the idea is hey i'd love to give a shot at wwe which just makes sense um i'd love to give a shot at wwe i don't know i don't know if if it, a lot of it maybe depends on where the company is come november or mm -hmm. december or whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah, if, if things, if the status quo remains, then I could see WWE, I mean, taking another member of the elite, if you consider Cody as the elite, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. taking another member of the elite from AEW, arguably like the heart and soul of the elite, Kenny Omega, and where Kenny goes, the Bucks could follow, mm -hmm. coming off of two months where Matt Jackson said his worst two months of his life, and they still haven't released CM Punk if they bring him back. I wonder, I don't, and I don't know how much of, of an issue that's going to be. If, if they keep punk, if he, if he comes back and the elite aren't huge on that, I don't know. A lot of crazy things are going to happen yeah, this year and next. Man. It is the, the, the end of 2023 and beginning of 2024 is going to be pretty wild in terms of seeing where, where talent lands. Um, let's talk about this. So, uh, we're going to get a Sami Zayn Roman Reigns rematch. Mm hmm. Just not going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. It is going to happen though, March fourth, at a WWE live event in Toronto, Canada. Mm. Is Sammy going to get some sort of W over Roman Reigns at this house show? Well, not going to pit him. It, when is it? When is it? Uh, March fourth. So this Saturday. Oh, March. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, my not going to pin him, but my could, like a DQ, a count out. Not, no, not no. a chance. No, right. at best a double dq at best a double count out would but they even that would they would they dare do like some sort of story beat at the house show and then tape it and then show it on raw or smackdown entirely possible as long as it fuels they gotta be careful with that as long as it fuels uh the uso storyline because yeah. they're they're all obviously all full full head of steam yeah on yeah, a, yeah yeah full steam ahead on Usos versus Sammy and Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll just mirror what they did at Elimination Chamber. Could with, be. You know, wonkiness and Sammy kicks out of a ton of stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, you, you know what they might do? You know what they might do? This is what they might do. Yeah, they tape it for that. The finish sees, instead of mirroring what they did before, well, I guess Jimmy did get involved. He gave, he gave him a bunch of super kicks. That was before. That was before the finish of the match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just they show Jay hemming and hawing. Yeah, not sure if he wants to participate in this. And they do a little bit more of that. Maybe that'll beef up the story a little bit, and it'll just add more shit to Jay, Jimmy, and and Sammy. Yeah, maybe I could see them doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's a good idea to do not obviously huge story beats at house shows because half the time they're considered non-canon, but you. You have things that are somewhat essential happen on house shows. You tape it. You show it on Raw or SmackDown. It's sort of like when AJ won the U.S. title at what Madison Square Garden house show a few mm -hmm. years back. Yeah, right. Yeah. You, you make people think, oh, these house shows, I mean, beyond being fun because characters, or the wrestlers kind of break character a little bit, 
things might actually happen at these shows. Yeah, dude. And if you're trying to give your your live event business a little kick in the pants, have things happen, not essential things, but things happen that people want to be a part of. Yeah, man. Diesel and Bob Backlund. Yes. That was like a million years ago. That was so long ago. But yeah, no, absolutely. Especially these days, you know, tape it properly and everything. And then you put it on TV and it's like, oh, wow, I want to go check out WWE Live. Yeah. How much are those front row tickets? $500. Yeah. $500? You get to go backstage. You get to keep a chair, too. Oh, you get to go back? Really? You get to go back? Oh, they have meet every time. At least that's what they used to. They did. Oh, man. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The curtain call. That was a house show. Madison yeah. Square Garden. So apparently a lot of people you have won the U.S. title at house shows. Yeah, that's kind of like a, I guess that's the, the, the house show title. Oh, yeah. They really should do that. They should make a house show title. That'd that's cool. not the U.S. title. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Make it look like that ugly, that beautiful. I don't know if it's ugly or beautiful. What's your stance on the New Japan television title, dude? <sighs> I know, right? It's a heavy side. That's your stance. Yeah. That's my it's, stance, too. It's... uh the uh, feelings are complex mm-hmm, mm-hmm. elements that I can appreciate, but also at the same time, it looks, it looks kind of cheap because it's, it's ugly, but it it's is. also beautiful. It's like classically time. ugly. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, Hulk Hogan for one week in 1986 had a title with his face on it. It was like an old NWA one with a smiling face on oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like a temporary title. I did. I learned that on the internet. <laughs> Internet's something else, huh? <laughs> well, no, I did like a Russell Juice video on titles. Yeah. On like the WWE Signature Series on WWE Shop. Yeah. yeah. And last night, Alabama, like, Bama doesn't watch my stuff. She likes watching Minecraft videos. But like, I popped it on for her just to see if she get in, if she'd be into it. And yeah. she was totally into it. I was oh. giving letter grades to these titles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not so a tier anyways. ranking? No, I didn't do a tier rank, man. Letter grades. She understands letter grades because gotcha. she's in school. Yes, yes. Because I have her in school. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways, uh, before we continue with our SmackDown review, want to give a shout out to uh, some new channel members and returning channel members. Uh, let's see if I still have. Oh, here we go. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Higgsmeister General, uh, Alyssa Leggett, Dragon Spaghetti, uh, and Caboose 501st. Uh, and then also here, just during the show, at the head of the show, Fazzy Wazzy, a member for 37 months. That's amazing. And just a reminder, if you're a YouTube channel member or a patron at $5 and up, you get to participate this week. I think starting, should we open it on like a Wednesday night after Dynamite? Yeah, we can do that the, after Dynamite. I'll have I'll get the, the spreadsheet, the uh, form ready. We'll do it like we did Elimination Chamber. It won't have as many kind of prop bet type things where you have to do the order of things. But I think for a tiebreaker, at least, we should have a couple questions related to the, the Ironman match. Like, what's the final score? Overtime, yes or no? That type of stuff. Yeah. So I'm referring, of course, to our AEW Revolution Predictions Challenge. Big Red, currently owned by Moses Opposes, is the digital Big Red champion. Uh, currently he's, uh, the chan- the title holder, mm-hmm. um, heading into revolution. That's going to be on the line myself and two other friendos, Antoine Gomez and Dwayne Huff have are walking in with one extra, extra point. point. Will that point matter? Probably not, but woo, find out and participate. Yeah. You wooed. <laughs> I did woo. I was, I was watching this weekend. I watched some more NWA stuff this time. Actually it wasn't NWA's, um, all champion, all California championship wrestling. Oh, wow. 
from All Star California Championship Wrestling ah. from uh, from uh, Southern California. Wow, that's cool. So, yeah, no, it was fun. We did a let me tell you something uh, count. Uh, these dudes who claim they're the Hollywood Blondes, but they're like no iteration of Hollywood Blondes that are on Wikipedia, uh, were in this promotion, and they kept on dropping. Let me tell you something. What uh, what year was it? Uh, eighty six. It was like oh, so it would it would have predated uh, mm-hmm. Pillman and in Austin Correct. as Hollywood Blondes, huh? I feel like this uh, California Championship Wrestling. They had names. They had like Rocky Johnson was there. A couple others. Like a bunch. There was. It was very heavily uh, lucha influenced as mm-hmm. well. Like mm-hmm. Mil Mascaris was there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mondo Guerrero was there. But it seems it seemed very removed from like everything east of the whatever Mississippi or whatever. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it seemed very removed from all that stuff. Hmm. But uh, I don't know. It's it's always fun to go back. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, do that, and then uh, yeah, you get access today uh, because uh, I didn't feel so hot on Friday. Uh, today we're going to be doing overrun at three p.m. Pacific, six p.m. Eastern for five dollar and up patrons and uh, channel members. So yep. check that out. Yep, yep. Do numbers as... don't lie on the Hardys. And then and... I had an idea for the actual show, but I forget what it was. Yeah, I forget too. I think I'll remember again. Oh, we probably should. Well, no, we're gonna do another one. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Well, yeah, we'll we got we got a couple hours later. to work all that out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's right. There was a human shrunken head on it too, on the that episode of California Championship Wrestling. Pretty disturbing. Be sure you hit that thumbs up. We got 500 people watching on the YouTube, so hit that thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, notify bell. Let's talk about SmackDown. Let's do it. Um, so it's it's very much been a hard pivot from Sammy Roman to Is that Sammy. the sound that a hard pivot makes? Imagine you're on a basketball court. I guess it'd be more of a squeak, but you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. When you make a hard pivot on the court, you got good grip on your shoes. There's the sound. <laughs> no, dude, I make a hard pivot on the court. Guess what? You're going to hear, ah, my ankle. You're going to have face hit. Uh concrete concrete pretty much yeah. yeah um to to sammy and the usos um another uh, uh 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 addition of smackdown focusing a lot on jimmy's angst about mm-hmm. his brother's dedication to the bloodline and primarily to the usos as tag team champions yeah, um, right, yeah. you know he 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 essentially made a plea to jimmy in that or to jay sorry that I need you here with 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 me and I need you here so we can defend these tag titles. Yeah. Um yeah. you know he's very much looking through things through the prism of in bloodline titles are the primary thing that matter. Mm-hmm. Um and not to say he takes his brother for granted completely or, or you know cuz I don't think that's the case but still that's you know he's been the bloodline long enough that's his his viewpoint. Mm-hmm. His perspective um and so but we didn't re- really get any resolution to the jimmy uh, the jay aspect of it um though we did see sammy come to the ring and appeal to jimmy in that from the very beginning you're the one that had my back in the bloodline mm-hmm. we were we were the first to really hit it off and become friends mm-hmm. um and he really said he really tried to get to tell jimmy you're being manipulated you have been manipulated Mm-hmm. And you don't have to go down with the ship mm-hmm. when this whole thing crumbles and ends. Basically, the same thing he said to Jay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy's response was complete one eighty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he 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 whacked Sammy over the head with the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and proceed to beat him down. Um, I did think Jimmy, though, you know, he he when Sammy was pleading with him, it was like, well, you know, you had no hesitation in terms of attacking me at the Rumble, and and Jimmy's like, don't blame me for your decision. That was your choice you made. Mm-hmm. I didn't make that choice for you. What do you expect? This is my family. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know. So I like that there. It's not just such a, a stark contrast between someone who's completely virtuous and someone who's completely evil. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. there's a lot of shades of gray in between. Where you listen to Jimmy talking, like, okay, I understand his point of view. Jimmy's always been. He's always, and that this is the one thing that I love about the Bloodline storyline going back years now, is that they've really, and I've mentioned this before, they have really drawn a line of delineation between Jay and Jimmy, in that Jay has a much harder time blindly following in the name of family his brother's one thing but his cousin being as manipulated as manipulative as he is jay has a much harder time with that Mm -hmm. jimmy is much more hey look i'm not your bitch but i'm gonna follow you because this is family and as long as i get mine i'm okay with that as long as that's why good yeah yeah and that's why he was okay accepting sammy because he didn't really accept him he accepted him until it, it wasn't convenient for the family. So you remember and that? It's like, sorry, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. No, you go ahead, because now I want to hear what you say. Oh, so there's that segment <laughs> a few, a few, a couple months back where I think where Jimmy's talking to Roman, I think, and they're in the locker room. And he's like, hey, I really like Sammy. You know, um, um, he's my dog. Yeah, yeah. But. But. Mm-hmm, yeah. I really love my family. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. And that was before, I think before Jay even really accepted Sammy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, even back then, they were making that 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 delineation with Jimmy. It's like, I really like Sammy. Sammy's great. Not as great as my family is. He's like, Jimmy, Sammy's not going to do us any harm. And if he does, guess what? Like that. Mm-hmm. So why not bring him in? Why not bring somebody in that we can manipulate? Why not bring somebody in who can basically be, you know, kind of a, 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 our, a, our, our gopher, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, our mm-hmm. errand guy um, who seemingly will do anything for us. And yeah, I'll allow myself to emotionally bond with the guy to a degree. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the old thing, De Niro and Heat. Don't get so attached to something you can't drop in 30 seconds. Well, that's about how long it took for Jimmy to drop Sami yeah. Zayn. Yeah. Jay is a completely different situation. If Jay is going to get emotionally invested in, in a person, he's there for the long haul. That's why this is going to be so interesting because this situation with Jay, he's looking at Sammy, and I think Jay is trying to muster up the emotional ability to divorce himself from Sammy and his friendship. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's inactive right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why what we saw, we that's why what we saw on SmackDown this week was Jay. He was there. He heard Sammy out. He understands Sammy. But at the end of the day, this is family. And that's what's ultimately going to make Jay decide. Mm-hmm. Um, plus maybe a little bit of he's terrified of Roman. Look, yeah. Roman, Roman broke him down. Yeah. You know, and yeah. who knows what's going to happen next week. Of course, Roman's going to be there. I'm sure he's going to be in Jay's ear. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and we'll see. I mean, he had the opportunity. He had the opportunity elimination chamber to hit Roman in the back with that chair but the old saying, what happens if you, if I, I got it from the usual suspects. Yeah. Uh, what happens if you shoot, if you try to shoot the devil and you miss? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a dangerous ground right there. It is. It um, is. So it's going to be interesting to see how Roman coming back um, affects the dynamic and what, uh, what everybody has to say about this. And 
with Roman coming back next week, are they going to want too much interaction with him and Sammy, or are they going to want Cody there to, uh, you know, I don't, I have no idea what Heyman's going to do with Cody this yeah. week because yeah. Cody said, don't send this guy back. Yeah. I fully expect Heyman to do that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to come back. And maybe this will be the breaking point where Cody says, Hey, guess what? You, you, I, I told you not to send Heyman. Well, I'm going to go show up on SmackDown. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't think there's, there's, Roman is not gonna gonna willingly go to Raw to confront Cody. Cody has mm-hmm. to come to him. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure Roman that'll be his attitude. He That's why he's anybody, sending yeah. Heyman to Raw mm-hmm. to to do the build early on. Um, and I think it's smart for them to build Cody and Roman separate from them doing a promo off in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know that should only yeah. happen maybe a, a week or two before WrestleMania itself. Do what you can. Yeah, to really build up that first in, uh, interaction to something huge. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that has got to be Cody and Roman in the ring together has got to be a real special thing where nobody in the crowd is thinking about chanting Sammy's name, which I'll be honest with you, man. I look at these crowds and I think that's kind of an Internet thing. Like, I don't really see that those crowds really wanting to chant Sammy Zayn at Cody. Um, They did a couple of weeks ago because Sammy was about to have a match with Roman. We didn't get much of an opportunity because they cut it short with Paul Heyman. Mm -hmm. But it's not like, I mean, there's nothing keeping the crowd from chanting Sammy Zayn during the entirety of Heyman and Cody. Yeah, they could. They totally could have done that if the general audience wants to try to, you know, swing this the other way. But I think they've done a good job in keeping that from happening by featuring Sammy when they feature him and in the role. That he is featured. I mean, I guess the only uh, potential pratfall I could see in that is if this pivot to the Usos in a week or two doesn't resonate <clears throat> with the fan base as 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 strongly as Sammy going after Roman, mm-hmm. then there could potentially. I'm not saying there will be. Could potentially be a little bit of backlash. Yeah, I don't know. I, if I'll I'll put it this way, I think that any backlash would just be sort of the bloom coming off the Sami Zayn rose because all this so like this week on Smackdown I really liked what I saw but obviously it lacked because we're sort of in a a pivot point in the story it lacked the sizzle of the uh you know the 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 trial or the t-shirt segment it lacked the sizzle of, oh, my God, what's going to happen? It was, okay, let's hear them out and see where this is going to go. I think as long as whenever Jay makes his big decision, mm-hmm. as long as that's at a big moment, like mm-hmm. a big you know, uh, inflection point or whatever you want to call it, I think the crowd will become invested in the Sammy versus Usos, and then they're all going to be dying to want to see Kevin Owens jump back yeah, into yeah, the fray. Yeah. Um, so as long as they keep Sammy focused on the Usos, I don't think the crowd's going to, I think the crowd, the live crowd at least is generally just going to be like, yeah, no, man, Cody's our guy. He's going to take on Roman Reigns. We want to see the bloodline fall. And I still think Sammy's going to have a heavy hand. Oh, absolutely. In, in that happening. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess we could jump into it. Uh, show kicked off with uh, Kayla back uh, in like the, the, the entry area of the arena. She's waiting for Jimmy to show up. Uh, he does walk in. She asks, have you spoken to Jay? And he says, you know, I haven't spoken to my brother yet. I've texted him, called him, left a voicemail. Told him he could meet me in the middle of, the, of that ring tonight. I told him whatever he needed to get off his chest, he could look at me in my face and he could tell me. Mm-hmm. He walks off. Yeah, done a, a good job here too. You know what I like about it is that given that Jimmy hasn't had as sort of complex a role as Jay has had 
it's good to see him over the past couple of weeks as Jay has distanced himself from mm-hmm. Jimmy. Mm-hmm. It's good to see Jimmy as a fully fleshed character deal with that mm-hmm. and get to express himself and how he feels about all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and of course, Solo is just there like a statue. Uh, after that, we had Braun Strowman, Mad Cat Moss, and Ricochet taken on Imperium. Uh, what did I tell you? I told you Moss was eating this pin. And you're like, nah, Vinci's going to take the loss here. You never told me that. I did. I tell you that. I watched it. No. Okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I watched it back and you told Triple H that. Oh, well. It's not. I was doing paperwork. I know. I I called this one too. I totally thought that that was going to happen. Triple H was throwing you a swerve evidently. Oh, yeah. You were trying to throw me a swerve, huh? (laughs) Anyways. Uh, So, yeah. Mad Cat Moss, uh, as you had correctly pointed out to Triple H and not myself, uh, took the loss here was not it was not yeah no because that's you know factual uh i don't like the you know asides the verbal asides here don't like it uh but no no Vinny vinci didn't get the loss here but at, at a certain point during the match uh, drew came out and started strip uh yeah. he, he wants a little piece of gunther and yeah. uh, the viking raiders are still just nipping at his heels man yeah i know <laughs> these guys sorry viking raiders you're not going to wrestlemania okay it's gonna yeah. be drew and sheamus versus gunther we got to get to that point Enough with this Viking Raider stuff, man. Yeah, I know. Maybe they gotta have they gotta have Drew and Gunther team up to take out the Viking Raiders. Just like, all right, get out of the way so we can have okay, our match. We want this match. That's gonna be a killer match, by yeah, the I know. way. I know. Yeah. Talk about physical. They're gonna beat the hell out of each other. And then we got a Ray Mysterio interview. Um, he says tonight, I'm make sure to put an end to Karrion Cross once and for all. Santos Escobar steps in and says, There's one thing Legado del Fantasma and my family values, and that's respect. Mm-hmm. I had the honor of receiving a mask from the legendary Ray Mysterio. I want to show the W universe, how much I respect you. And Ray says, that's a mutual feeling. And then Dom and Rhea steps in. I love, by the way, Dom was wearing a backpack, which was such a man. He didn't wear it later on in the promo, but it was such a small little thing because he comes across as just a piece of shit kid. Yeah. You know? I know. Oh, it was such a great little bit. And then the little camera turn. So you go, go ahead and, and, and so and uh, Dom going. says, Oh, how pathetic. Let me ask you this Santos. How long are you going to keep kissing up to the legendary Ray Mysterio? Even after cross puts him to sleep tonight. So Santos says, Hey, if you need to learn some respect for your father, I'll teach it for you to you. Um, and Dom says, yeah, you know, those in prison who don't back up what they said, get dealt with. And the <laughs> Santos turns to Ray and laughs. And then the camera tracks with them. Yeah. And then comes back when Santos looks back. And now Rhea is standing in front of Dom. Yeah. And Dom's got a big smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Dom wishes Ray luck. And Santos tells Ray, hey, don't let that bother you. You know who you are. And Ray responds, how can I not let that bother me? That's my son. Do you notice what Santos is wearing, though? White suit, black shirt, purple tie. Ooh, I did not notice that. Look at that. Was they gonna merge Legato and Judgment Day? <laughs> oh, like I kind of like that. It's good. Uh, yeah, I just wait. Hmm. You think Legato's gonna factor in the the WrestleMania match instead oh, of just know. being Dom versus Ray? I mean, I think there's a chance they do they do Ray and Santos versus Dom and, and Priest. Ray and Santos versus Dom and Priest. Yeah, that's a possibility. Get priest on the card. Priest mm-hmm. on the card. Mm-hmm. As, as a part of my little Russell Juice video, should be mask versus hair. Could you imagine yeah. Dom with a shaved head? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd, that'd be, be awesome stipulation. I know. Maybe they do the tag uh, match. Santos turns on Ray. Mm. And so 
they get that little mini few, and then maybe like a SummerSlam. You could do then they could do something like mask versus hair between uh, oh, Ray that'd and be Dom. killer. That'd be killer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. After that, we've got Jimmy uh, in the. He's with Solo in the Bloodline locker room. Uh, Paul is there as well. Jimmy says, uh, you know, since the Royal Rumble, things have been getting crazy. A few weeks ago, when we were defending those tag team titles, I knew Jay was going to be there for me for us. But since Montreal, man, I don't know. It feels different. I think he might be spooked over this whole Sammy thing. And then Heyman sits between Solo and Jimmy and says, if that's the case, why doesn't Solo stay back here with me and you handle Jay face-to-face, man-to-man, uso-to-uso personally? And then Jimmy shakes his head and says, Mm -hmm. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, time for an LA night promo. Let me talk to you. Tis the season. Everybody's back there talking about their mania moment. Oh, I just want to have a mania moment. I didn't come here for a mania moment. Good, because you're not going to get one. I came here to make money. I came here to win titles, and I came here to be recognized as the best. Yeah. How do I do that? By going to WrestleMania. Yeah. I wrote I wrote all oh, his yeahs in there. Wait a second. I'm, I love that you did. Wait a second. This fool comes out and says, I didn't come out here for WrestleMania moment. I'm going to WrestleMania. So he says, you can't have an L.A. WrestleMania without L.A. night. Yeah. And the crowd goes, yeah. He says, now what that means, I'm going to give WrestleMania an L.A. night moment. Yeah. So he's interrupted by the New Day. Kofi mocks L.A. night a little bit, says, I want to have a WrestleMania moment. Hand it to me now. He says, I don't think he understands how this whole thing works. As a matter of fact, haven't you only been on the roster for two and a half months or so? Who are you to be demanding anything right now? Knight says, hold on a second. I don't recall inviting the nerd day down here. Yeah. You know, if you guys weren't so busy playing your video games, you might look in this ring and realize you're looking at a perpetual motion machine. The man with the undeniable Kavorka and the man they call the megastar LA Knight. Yeah. Crowd says, yeah. Yeah. Then Xavier Wood says, well, first off, being nerds has made us a hell of a lot of money. Second, uh, you're here talking about handouts. And we can see here by looking at you, you love handouts considering the fake leather vest you got going on right now. It's a low blow right there. Yeah, man. it is. Many, he says, many uh, moments are not handed out. They are earned. Case in point, one Kofi Kingston. This man fought for 11 years to get his moment. And when he did, when he, did he turned it to the best mania moment of all time. Fake leather, huh? Nah, nah, because here's what I'm looking at. I don't care about your past. I don't care about what you did. I'm a creator of circumstance, not a creature of circumstance. And the circumstance I create is a circumstance that advantageous to L.A. Knight. By the way, Kofi, how'd Kofi Mania work out for you anyway? <laughs> Kofi Ooh. says, well, he actually worked out pretty good. I won the WWE title on the grandest stage of them all. Good point. And I was not waiting for a, a Mania moment. I was fighting in the ring behind the scenes. What I won't wait for is a chance to shut your ass up right now. 
Um, so L.A. Knight laughs. The crowd starts chanting, New Day rocks. And what yeah. does L.A. Knight say, Steve? All right, if they're feeling so froggy about it, is that a challenge? And Kofi says, yeah. yeah. And then they get a match going. L.A. Knight loses that match. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> Uh, I love all the shit talk with him and Woods, though. He was yeah. just giving so much. Why don't you go ahead and blow your trombone there? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty was great. And then that's what Woods did. He he blared his trombone right in L.A. Knight's face to distract him, but he's on the top rope. So Kofi crotches uh, L.A. Knight over the top turnbuckle files with a trouble in paradise to get that W. So, dude, I have no idea how we'd be able to answer this question. Where is this going? Like is is there is there something deeper here? Is it going to be Woods next week? Or like this this I don't feel like this has WrestleMania written on it. Is just to say hey, let's get these guys involved in something for TV. Yeah, yeah. La Knight it. is so I I've, the the sentiment I've seen anyways online is overwhelmingly positive for La Knight. Yeah. People love this guy. Yeah, he gets himself over wherever he goes. He does. He really does. Yeah, it's nuts. And that yeah chant, oh man. Once he turns face again, that's gonna be that it's gonna become the new what. Mm-hmm. If they if they do this correctly, twenty years from now, when somebody's in there dropping a promo and they've got typical pro wrestling cadence, the crowd's gonna be like, Yeah, instead of yeah. what? I think I think that's the power of LA Knight, man. Yeah, I think so too. Uh then we got Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley having a face to face in advance of WrestleMania. Charlotte comes out first. She says, 35 days to WrestleMania. I know Rhea likes to run her mouth on Raw, so I can't wait to hear what she has to say to my face. All right, Rhea, come on out. No Rhea. So Charlotte continues. She goes, ah, I think I smell hesitation. Rhea, you remember in the last time we were in the ring together? It's okay to be scared. Having second thoughts about choosing me, right? So who comes to the ring, Steve? Oh, man, it's Dom. He comes out, just a chorus of boos. And I love whenever he comes out and they start booing him, he just looks up at the crowd kind of confused. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. So he comes out and he says, I'm not going to let you run down mommy, my queen. No, no. And Dom looks says, uh, uh, look at Dom taking orders. He says, uh, but this is adult time, Dom. So go get your mommy and tell her to come out here and face me like a real woman instead of hiding behind her boy toy. And Dom says, you sound jealous, almost bitter, because you know the hottest thing in WWE right now is Rhea Ripley. No other mama Sita has entered the Rumble at number one and one at all. Look at that smile. You know, you should smile more often. You're a beautiful woman. What a piece of shit. Who says that shit? You should smile more often. Oh, man. So uh, he says, uh, they, say the, they say women is the softer sex, delicate. But mommy is strong, real strong. When she hugs me, she damn near breaks my back. And when she makes me, Charlotte interrupts and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've got a real Latino man at home who calls me mommy with a much thicker accent. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And Dom says, hey, I just wanted to chat. You know, I thought we had a lot in common. Charlotte's like, okay, like what? He says, we're both generational WWE superstars. You're second generation. I'm third. We both know what it's like to be compared to our fathers, be better than them, surpass them, even though they don't like to see it. But you know what? He says, but you know what? I know that my dad was a lot. He was a deadbeat. He didn't even bother showing up. He was an afterthought of a father, and that messed me up. Put a big chip on my shoulder, just like you. But at WrestleMania, when mommy beats you, 
you'll know your dad was right. You're just not good enough. Oof. So then Charlotte. This re- was really good from Dom. It this was. was really good. It really was. So then Charlotte responds, unlike you, Dom, I love my dad. And he's 73 years old. Ashley turns 74 tomorrow, and he could still go. And if he was here, he'd kick your butt. But since he's not, and so she uh, drops the mic, takes the tile mm-hmm. from around her, her waist, she steps up to Dom. She's about to throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rhea comes to the ring, steps up to Charlotte. So Dom kind of holds her back, and they leave. And then Charlotte mm-hmm. picks up the title and holds it up. Rhea gets back of the ring, gets right in her face, and they talk some crap mm-hmm. yeah. back and forth. And then Dom again kind of says, all right, let's go. Let's get out Yeah. Here. I liked all the Dom and Charlotte stuff. I just thought the end of it just sort of lacked a punctuation I that know. really could have put it over the top. I think that was what it was. I know. Same but, same here. I felt like Rhea needed to be a bit more confrontational in this. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but otherwise, all this and the, the great thing about it, the meat of Dom's promo is actually really good, mm-hmm. comparing them to each other and using that as a venue to talk about his dad. Obviously, you know, Ric Flair has had is- his issues with family stuff, but mm-hmm. Charlotte still backs him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I don't know, it is it is an interesting juxtaposition to see them both in there and him talking like that. But yeah, I I, I really like the the main bulk of this segment. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was it was definitely a good showcase for for Dom, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got Natalia versus Shayna Baszler. Um, so Tegan Knox comes to the ring with Natalia and they showed why, because earlier in the day, uh, Natalia is telling Adam Pierce that she wants to match against Shayna. Um, and, uh, it Pierce is like, you got to watch your back. And then Tegan's just in the background doing something. She overhears it, steps forward and says, I'll watch your back tonight. Yeah. I want to be on TV. Um, and so, uh, let's see. Oh yeah. So t- <laughs> Natalia ends up losing anyways. Um, Shayna hit, hits uh, Natalia with a running knee, puts on an arm bar. Natalia taps out, um, and then Natalia, uh, Natalia had been arguing with Ronda. Like Ronda was a yeah. bit of a distraction ringside yeah. for her. So, so then Tegan gets on the apron, and then Shayna boots her to the floor. Uh, Shayna is holding up Natalia, so Ronda could hit her with a running knee, and mm-hmm. then Tegan intercepts and then sends Shayna out of the ring. So. Yeah, I like the little bit of shit talk from Ronda. She was like, "Who is that?" Yeah, she's like, "Listen up, Skittles." You're gonna have what's the what's the Skittles catchphrase? Taste you're gonna taste the rainbow next week. Or oh something yeah, like that. that's what it was. You're gonna taste the rainbow next week. Oh, that was pretty funny from Ronda Rousey. Uh, I did. I did like. That. I did like when when Ronda asked, "Who is that?" That Shannon just goes, "That's Tegan Knox." <laughs> I know a little bit of respect in the name there. I like that. <laughs> that's Tegan Knox. Okay, Skittles, you're gonna taste the rainbow. Um. Anyways, so let's break down this Firefly Funhouse. Oh, there's segment, a lot man. going on here. See if we can figure out what's going on at WrestleMania between Bray Wyatt and I guess Bobby Lashley. I guess. I mean, I yeah. So it opens up with a shot of the funhouse just empty. Nothing's going on. And then you yeah. hear Bray say, lie for me. And so red light then bays the entire funhouse. And there's some like metal music playing. And then on the TV, a real staticky video, there's a couple hands playing with Undertaker figures. Yeah. Which I saw some speculation that it was. Those were Alexa, Alexa Bliss's Bliss hands. Yeah, I saw the same thing. Yeah. So then we cut backstage to just Bray with a hat on backwards, some uh-huh. glasses on, watching video of his promo calling out Brock and Bobby, and he's just laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they cut to Lashley's promo from Raw, and they add some like cartoon sound effects to that. And then yeah. we're back to Bray. He's uh, on the set of Funhouse News, and he says, "We got some pretty urgent shit here." Uh, turns out there's a dragon, and it's really bad. But more, even more importantly, who opened the door? So the dragon is also a reference to like an earlier Bray Wyatt promo from 
Oh, I forget what, but it's just a reference to like one of Bray Wyatt's earlier promos yeah. from years ago. And he says, "Howdy, y'all! It's time for the weather." So you cut to Uncle Howdy mm-hmm. at the weather station to doing the hand stuff, yeah. And then it's a cut to "Can you keep a secret?" hosted by Bray Wyatt. It's like an old game show looking yeah. thing. Yeah, he's got a, a, like a, a wig on, blonde wig on. He says, "Well, can you?" And so we go back to the funhouse, and there's just a bunch of weird stuff being project- projected through the door. Like fires, like I think some of his probably like the the footage of his house being on fire that yeah. one time, yeah. and like a bunch of crazy like riot footage and shit. Like yeah, a that. bunch of just crazy stuff. So then Bray yeah. asks, "Can you keep a secret?" And there's a woman's voice who says, "Somebody help! Please just get away from me." And then you cut to Bray in a mask, and he says, "If I told you a story, could you keep it a secret?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably just an elaborate way of like. I, I remember, God damn, I, I saw an article that broke down a couple more of the bits. There was speculation mm. that one of the voices was Eric Young's. Interesting. Um, uh, the, the, you know, the red lighting and the can you keep a secret, I think was a refer- both references to The Fiend. I, I kind of feel like this is all just like The Fiend. And it's going to be like, it's just going to be like, what it, people keep on referencing Wyatt Six, right? So I feel like it's just going to be like a, like, like a faction of just Bray Wyatt's weirdos. Like you're going to have uncle Howdy in there. You're going to have the fiend in there. Um, maybe Eric young will play somebody else. So I like, uh, get the feeling he's going to do a sanity thing. Rev Lovecraft says the game show announcer's voice was Eric young. Ah, that's what it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. I mean, what if Bray's going to, what if Bray is going to like, look, Alexa bliss and Nikki cross have a big history. Yeah. What if it's a merging of Bray and sanity? That could be a nutty ass I mean, faction right there. Even Damo and uh, Alexander Wolf reunited in in progress this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, ooh, yeah. There's yeah. There, there's some there's some stuff they can do with that. I mean, like with Bray, it always comes back down to okay, well, what match are they going to do? And they just a Mountain Dew match. So. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but I mean, I, I dude, I think with Bray, you know, when we used to talk about. And he used to say this specifically about Bray and how his stuff just seems to fit better with like Hollywood, right? Yeah. And I wonder if we just have to get to a point where like it's it's like all the stuff in between matches that we should really appreciate as opposed to the actual matches. Yeah, you know? I know. The matches just seem like obligations as opposed to everything else. Right. It's and like, they have oh, been man. since pretty much the beginning. Ever since he didn't beat <laughs> John Cena at WrestleMania mm-hmm. 30, it's like, okay, the matches aren't really what's important at, the, at this point. Right. He gives us some really – look, and, and I'm not even saying this is necessarily a bad thing. He gives us – because, like, dude, you know, at the end of the day, matches is just a bunch of weirdos running ropes and shit. You know, what I you know, said I at like the end of the day. At the end of the day. Um, So, you know, it's people doing silly moves in a ring. Oh, yeah. As opposed to, hey, let's watch this cool short film from Bray Wyatt and try to figure out what he's telling us. That's fun in 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 and of itself. The the QR code stuff was a lot of fun. And then it's like, okay, where is this going? We have a match. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to like trying to figure out what he's trying to tell us with these cool vignettes. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. it 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 is what it is. Yeah. Uh, after that, we're back. Oh, but anyways, getting what? back to it, like we talked about, like okay, this is gonna be a faction. What's he gonna do at WrestleMania? The, the seemingly the more extended bit was Bobby Lashley in this, right? I mean, I know he made a reference to Brock Lesnar in it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that he cut to Lashley talking about mm-hmm. you know no one can break the Hurt Lock, not Brock, not him, Bray, and then like cartoon horn noises and stuff like that. Him watching the monitor with who was Lesnar or Lashley on it? 
was it last? What was he watching? It was, was his watching? promo he was watching. It was his promo he was watching where he was saying, yeah, he was saying Le- Lesnar or Lashley, whoever gets out of that yeah. match. And I wonder if that, okay, is that meant to be like, was he trolling us saying that? Was he leading us on this road of, okay, we're supposed to believe that he's going to take on Lashley or Lesnar? That's why I still kind of feel like it's going to be Lesnar versus Lashley at Mania mm-hmm. because... Look, what you said last week, I was like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I would not be shocked to see Lesnar F5 Amos grab MVP and say, give me Lashley again. Mm-hmm. Or maybe MVP is using Amos as, you know, bait for Lashley to come out and attack Lesnar again because of the way that last match ended. Yeah. And then they still do WrestleMania and Bray's been trolling us this whole time. That could be. That'd be something else, though, if him watching the promo and just laughing. But then they cut to Lashley's promo from Raw. Uh, last week, mm-hmm. and you know, with all the all the cartoon sound effects in there, mm, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, after that, we were back to the Bloodlines locker room. Jimmy tells Solo he's nervous. He says, "I know he'll be there. Show up like he did at our tag match. Then we can hash things out face to face personally." Damon leans in and says, "I hope so, because look look at this text I got from Roman. He'll be here live next week on SmackDown, and he wants you to know that." You need to handle Jay tonight, or Roman will handle Jay for you next week personally. They're really leaning into the personally. Personally. Since the the Cody stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So uh, then we got Rey Mysterio versus Karrion Cross. Uh, Rey Mysterio did not uh, put an end to Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross did put Rey mm-hmm. Mysterio to sleep with Cross Jacket, and that's because of Dom. Mm-hmm. He shows up ringside as as Ray is going for a six one nine. He catches Ray's legs, pulls him to the floor. And he's like, "Come on, hit me, hit me, hit, hit me. me." So Ray can't do it. He gets back in the ring, cross hammer, cross jacket, carrying cross wins. Dom gets back in the ring and stands over Ray and tells him, "Get up, get up and be a man." Mm-hmm. So Ray gets up and Dom starts pushing him, pie facing him, pushing him, getting right in his face, like saying, "Hit me, be a man and hit me." And so for a second, Ray gets in Dom's face and actually balls up his fist. Mm-hmm. But then he backs down. Um, and so he turns uh, he turns away from Dom. Dom spins him around, and Ray still can't still can't hit his son. Rolls mm-hmm. out of the ring, and the crowd yeah. boos. Uh, yeah, they boo him because they want him to hit Dom. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. People want to see people do cool stuff, not punk out. <laughs> but it's a Zeho. It's his kid, man. Yeah, it's his son. I mean, yeah, it's going to mean a lot when he punches him. It's got to be on the grandest stage. <laughs> him punching his son has to be on the grandest stage of Mahler's. Oh, my gosh. That's where that has to go. He's not a child. He's not a child. He's a grown man. Yes, I, grown I'm man. aware. Uh, anyways, after that, um, Jimmy Uso comes out for a promo. We're here at the uh, main event segment. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, so if you're not here, he's addressing Jay. He says, I know you're out there watching somewhere. From brother to brother, I know you're torn. I know you're hurt. And when you hurt, I hurt. I just want to tell you, I'll always be here for you. Just, I need you to be here for me right now. They're talking. People are saying there are cracks in the bloodline. I know these. there are issues going on. Everything's been crazy. We got a Sami Zayn problem. We got a Kevin Owens problem. Me and you got to defend these tag team championships. And on top of that, I know you got issues with the tribal chief. And then hooded Sami Zayn hops the barricade. And as Jimmy continues and says, and I can't do this alone. So Sammy gets in the ring. Would you like to take on sure. the part of Sammy Zayn? I'll be Sammy Zayn. He says, I'm not here to fight. 
I want, uh, I want to, I want, I know you want to talk to Jay and trust me, I want to talk to him too. But right now I need to talk to you because every time I hear you use that word brother, that breaks my heart, man, because that's what you were to me. You were my dog. Remember that? We were dogs. You had my back of the bloodline from day one. When Jay didn't trust me, you did. When Paul Heyman saw no value in me and shooed me from Roman's locker room, you saw value in me. You were the one who made me the honorary ooze. Remember that? Without you, there is no honorary ooze. There's no Sammy Uso. There's no feeling Usi. But when things went south at the Rumble, you didn't even think twice. You took me down with zero hesitation. And Jimmy, I have to let you know, man, that hurt. And so Jimmy just scowls at Sammy. Yeah, and he says, you're so damn selfish. I, I love this here. He yeah. says, you're so damn selfish. You want to blame me? You want to put the blame on me? It was you. You were the one who made that choice. You had that chair in your hand. You were the one who pulled the trigger. You were the one who made the choice. You stepped on me and you stepped on Jay. What was I supposed to do? You made the choice and I did what I had to do. That's what family does. But you know what family doesn't do? They don't betray you. And then Sammy says, let me tell you what else family doesn't do. They don't make you test your loyalty every single week. They don't make you jump through hoops just to prove that you're worth something. They don't manipulate you every single week like Roman did to me, the way Roman has done to your twin. That's what he did, not for weeks, not for months, but for years. And the crowd starts cheering. And then Sammy looks up towards the crowd, and the camera pans out, and Jay is standing there, like towards mm -hmm. the entrance of the arena in the crowd. So Sammy says, listen to me. The bloodline is not about Roman. The bloodline is about one man. I'm going to make sure if it's the last thing I do that Roman, the bloodline, comes crumbling down. But there's a way out for you, okay? Just like I told Jay, there's a way out for you. You don't have to go down with the ship. And I'm looking you in your eyes, and I know you know what I'm saying is true. And he, Sammy looks up at Jay again. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy takes the opportunity to punch Sammy with the microphone. Yeah. And then hits a bunch of shots. And Jay's walking down to towards the ring. And Jimmy turns towards Jay. He's like, come on. Get in here. Mm -hmm. I need you. And right as J Jimmy's about to turn around and look at Sammy again, Sammy hits him with a halluva kick. Yeah, yeah. So Jay, at this point, Jay's standing behind the barricade. Mm -hmm. Solo runs to the ring. Sammy sees him, so he runs out of the ring. And he, when he gets out of the ring, he's basically face-to-face -face with Jay. Yeah, And right. they share a bit of a glance, and then Sammy realizes he has to get out of there, and he you know, escapes through uh, the crowd elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like how this segment was executed largely because Sammy got on a halluva kick. You know, he's a man of action. And that's what mm -hmm. we all want in wrestling. He's a man of action. The crowd booed Ray because he's not a man of action. Yeah. He's got to punch his child on the largest stage of them all. <laughs> They're going to have to get used to that because we're not going to see that. Until, I mean, it's just going to make the it's going to make him punching his child even more of a moment there was. <laughs> I suppose the um, child is a grown man. He's a grown man. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's, it's a good touch to have Jay there live witness Sammy hit his finisher on his brother, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, because there's the thing, Jimmy's making good points. Mm -hmm. He's making good points. They're the longest reigning tag team champions. And, uh, and that's largely because of their association with the tribal chief and their fa At the end of the day, it's family, their family mm -hmm. and Sammy hit roman with the chair and as much as that might have inspired jay jay can't do the same mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. inevitable like mm -hmm. it's just that that's that's he's gonna he's gonna side with his brother of course yep. yep not with roman with his brother i just wonder like the thing the thing about this whole feud now that we've pivoted to sammy and kevin owens versus the usos the titles feel so beneath this you know it's like i understand Heyman has made a big deal about the titles jimmy's made a big deal mm -hmm. about the titles but like the titles feel 
unless Roman says something like, you know, you need to prove yourself by putting them up. It's just the titles feel like such an afterthought. The the tag titles feel like such an afterthought in this feud. It's all about proving yourself and family and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how they make the match. I mean, it's obvious to make them for the titles. Titles have to be yeah. defended at yeah, WrestleMania, yeah. but it seems like such an afterthought to to add, oh, we're gonna fight you guys for the titles at WrestleMania. It's like so much less than, you know, and hey. all the other stuff that's going on, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. It's yeah. much weightier stuff than whether you got a, a belt on your shoulder. Some or not. WWE yeah. shop.com titles. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, also had Rampage on Friday. Um, <laughs> it's always um, Keith Lee has a new look. Yeah. He's got like a white robe. Yeah. Like a kind of a robe with like some gold trim yeah. uh, on it. Yeah. Hanging out with Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Sammy Guevara versus Action Andretti. So that was the thing. I mean, like the Young Bucks versus Aussie Open was a lot of fun, but it was a fun match to get to the actual story beat after the match. Which was just they did the House of Black turns off the lights again. And then show up and the lights go down again and then they're gone. And Yeah. Same old um, mind games. I mean, mind games is a very loose term for it. <clears throat> Attempt at mind games. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I mean, th- if you want more, t- to me, it's sort of just more evidence that the Young Bucks have one foot out the company anyways, because it's like, yeah, we really want to fight Aussie Open, and we can't do, we're not going to be able to do that kind of stuff mm-hmm. in WWE, so let's just get in all our matches for th- other people that we want to get in now. Let's get them in now, because we're going to WWE. That's conspiracy theory, Steve talking. Conspiracy, Steve, right? yes. Conspiracy put the, Steve. Put the tinfoil hat on, Steve. Cons- conspiracy Steve theory. Hey, there you go. There you go. Conspiracy um, Steve. So it opened up with the Young Bucks versus Aussie Open. Really fun match. All sorts of crazy, creative stuff yeah, in this bout. Yeah. Um, of course, Young Bucks get the win with the BTE trigger. As we mentioned, lights go down. They come back up. House of Blacks surrounding the ring. They get on the apron. Lights go down. Come back up. They're all gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sort of what they do. Uh, can you can you see in the darkness? Probably not. It's you might trip and stub your toe, I know. and then you look like an asshole. I know you. You have to limp back up the ramp. <laughs> uh, or we're hiding out of the ring too long and our foot falls asleep. Yeah, that's the worst. Oh, oh. Anyways, uh, I like this next bit. The best friends uh, had an interview. And uh, was it this one? No, it was, no, it was the one that you claimed. The, 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 the team Jeff Jarrett. What do they call it? Triple J? Yeah. Jeff Jarrett and J. Um they're caught. They're just running roughshod. They're just causing. Oh yeah, they're just causing all sorts. They're a menace, an absolute menace backstage. Yeah. So they're asked. The best friends are asked, "What are they going to do different in the casino battle royal after coming up short on dynamite?" And Trent says, uh, "Maybe not have a ninety-five foot tall basketball uh, man ringside will help because you know Satnam Singh obviously helped uh, Triple J." Mm-hmm. And then Big Bill comes in and attacks Trent. Uh, Lee goes after Chuck. Uh, the guns come in. Austin hits Chuck in the knee with a lead pipe, and then Colton smacks Trent uh, in the head with it. Oh, that's right. This was not. This was not Triple J. This is different. Yeah, this that was, was the later. Firm in the and, this and is the, the firm. Boys, yeah, yeah. So back from commercial, a trainer is checking on Chuck. Danhausen and Bryce Remsburg check on Trent. Orange Cassidy shows up, and Danhausen says, "I bet Jarrett Lethal did this." And Orange asks Bryce, "Hey, who did this?" And he says, "It was the guns, Moriarty and Big Bill." Yeah. And so Orange is he's yeah not happy about that. Yeah. Uh, then we got Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. It's a really fun bout. 
Um, Soraya got on the apron to distract Willow as she's about to hit her finish. And this led to Tony uh, hitting Willow with a chop block because Soraya gets in, or Willow brings Soraya in the ring, but they hit her with a doctor bomb. Mm-hmm. Tony hits Willow with a chop block, Storm Zero to get the win. Afterwards, Soraya gets a spray paint and brings it into the ring. Ruby Soho runs to the ring to make the save. And mm-hmm. as Tony and Soraya are looking to run up the ramp to escape, they're met there by Britt and Jamie Hayter. Mm-hmm. And so Jamie chases Soraya around the ring, all the mm-hmm. way around, before she catches up with her on, on the, at the foot of the ramp, blasting from behind. They all end up brawling backstage. Yeah, yeah. And then Ruby's just left by herself in the ring. Oh, she helps up Willow, but then she's like, she's doing the discount double check. Yeah. She's like, "Where well, I'm, I'm in this title match. Why am I just standing here in the ring by myself? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no more clues as to which side she's going to choose. Well, she's definitely not choosing, you wouldn't think, Soraya and Tony's side at this point because she came out to make the save for Willow. You'd think. You'd, you'd think. But, but there's she no wasn't, physicality. She wasn't, she wasn't with Willow when Willow took that loss, and she could have helped her get a dub, but she wasn't there. Mm. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, after that, we had an acclaimed interview, and Bones was like, yeah, we're feeling good. As far as Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett go, we've been there and done that. I said you could put anybody in this match. We'll knock them on their asses so we're not scared of anybody. Caster says, that's right. They're just a bunch of wrestlers, a bunch of carnies. Frankly, a, bunk, a bunch of big bitches. So I don't think we're going to have a lot of trouble. And then Billy says, as far as that gigantic baby, and then he's grabbed by somebody off frame, and it's the gigantic baby setting him sing. He throws Billy into the door. Lethal and Jarrett and Dutt land to the acclaimed. <laughs> It was kind of great because Jay, Jay Lethal has Caster in the figure four. Yeah. And then Sanjay Dutt comes and attacks him with a pencil on the head. He's like, we're making a statement. We're making a statement. Take his eye. Take yeah. his eye out. We're making a statement. Yeah. I love Jay Lethal. He's great. And then and Jared is already taking out uh, Bowens. He's just walking around stomping people. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. It is pretty great. Uh, then we got Jade Cargill promo. She says, I'm 53 and oh, I beat the likes of Nyla Rose to Athena. And at this point, who's left? I've asked your favorites to come down and meet me. And if you ask me, they're all afraid. I have the belt, so I think everyone needs to come and see me. But we're in this division for an entire year. Jade Cargill is a star in this company, and I'm undeniable. Your favorites should be begging me for a match, so I welcome all competition. They're all in the other division. I know. They're all in the world title. Like, there's like a million of them. They're all just doing that stuff right there. I think Jade might want to go over there instead yeah. of just expecting people to come through the door because yep. it's going to be like a bunch of like elevation people mm-hmm. coming to meet Jade. Um, yeah, I have no unless they unless they have like a new signee for Revolution for her. But I don't know who like is there, I, my brain is mush right now. Is there anybody like out there that not that I can think of? No. All right. That's whack. Anyways, uh, after that, we had Lance Archer versus Bryce Saturn. I come from Saturn. What is what is Bryce Saturn doing trying to uh, attack Lance Storm during his entrance? <clears throat> Lance Storm. <laughs> Sorry, Lance Archer. Wow. Talk about brain mush. <laughs> um, I don't know. But Lance Archer, uh, well, you know, he, look, what are you going to do? Face off against this guy face to face? No, he's going to eliminate you. You got to try to attack from behind. But he didn't try to attack him. He just ran right towards him and Lance hit, backdropped him. Hey, man, it's a solid strategy. I'm just nah, saying. That's what he's trying to do. Trying to get a leg up on Lance Storm. But instead, Bryce Here's the Saturn, thing. If Lance Archer had a gun, I would agree with him because you charge him if he has a gun. Yeah, but yeah, but if you have a knife, you run away from him. Yes. 
but Lance Archie didn't have a knife either. That's my son, Saul Ruka. We're mixing up references now. Anyways, Lance Archer destroys his poor jobber. Yeah. Uh, big clothesline gets the job done. So he's back, baby. I know yeah. he had been complaining on Twitter about not about not wrestling. So now I'm, he's wrestling, so maybe he's happy. Yeah. Lance Archer is such a fun wrestler to watch. I love Lance Archer. He's got a great face, too. Like, at the end of this, you know, he's got that look of, like, post-orgasm when he looks into the yeah. camera like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we gotta watch that Eliminate again. That show was great. <laughs> Any other wrestlers ever make it on Eliminate? We gotta watch. Not that I'm aware of. We could look um, into that we, though. Um, we'll watch non wrestler episodes of Eliminate. Then we had a Keith Lee, Dustin, and then also Mogo Affiliates kind of video package promo. Dustin asked Keith if he's up to challenge and Swerve and Parker next week. Uh, Keith Lee says he's game. Swerve says everyone wants Mogo Affiliates' attention. We're game. You want us at the Cow Palace? You got us. And then Dustin says, the force is strong with Keith Lee and the Rhodes family. Make, they make no mistake. You're going to hell, and this time it's for good. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see here. Swerve and Parker next week. I feel like Swerve has to do something dastardly and then pin Dustin. Well, I'm and, assuming Trench is going to play yeah. into this match as yeah. well because he's been gone for a little while. Yeah. Was, he in, was he in this promo? No, Trench? it was just Swerve and, and Parker, I All believe. All right, he'll, he'll return and then, yeah, Dustin is going to end up eating the pin here. And that's going to lead to Keith Lee challenging Swerve to a match at Revolution. That makes sense, yeah. Which will be a banger match. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, the pre-main event interview with Action Andrade and uh, Sammy Gavor. Sammy Gavor. Uh, so Mark Henry asked Sammy a question, but Garcia's like, hey, I got this. The disrespect of Sammy Guevara has gone way too far. This man is a three-time TNT champ. He's a pillar. He's married to a beautiful woman and has a beautiful family. And I'm going to make it my mission that Sammy starts getting the respect that he deserves. And then Sammy's like, oh, thanks, man. And he hugs Garcia. He's like, I'm super proud of you, man. Yeah. And like whenever Sammy hugs Garcia still, Garcia's like, oh, get off me, man. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. Uh, so anyways, Action Andrade says, uh, you know what, Danny? You're right about all those things you said about Sammy. But last week was when I was laying the beat down on Sammy and he ran away. He proved to me he's nothing but a punk coward. Tonight I'm going to prove that I'm not a guy who came in off a fluke victory. I'm not just an upset. I'm the real deal. I'm the sight to see. And tonight I'm going to show exactly that because it's just action. Action now. Not words on you, Sammy. Yep. Uh, and after that, uh, Excalibur is breaking down what's happening on Dynamite. We get a Stokely Hathaway promo. Stokely says, Hook is back because of me. My favorite word, settlement. Oof. So I know who Hook will go one-on-one against next week on Dynamite. This man, he loves his country. He's got a lot of ego. He's a family man. He loves his children just like me. And he turns to Ethan Page and, go, and he says, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Page says, I do. Matt Hardy. <laughs> um, and then, and then uh, Stokely's like, oh. Gets his phone from his pocket. Goes, oh, I got to take this. And he leaves. So Page asks Matt, what's up with that face? I thought we had an understanding. When I say jump, and Matt says, oh, and, and I say how high. You're right. I am the guy for the job. Sure, Hook is the future of AEW, but I am the legendary. I am the iconic Matt Hardy. So I'm confident I'm going to win, and I'm so confident I'm going to put something on the line. It's so absurd to think that Hook can beat me, but if he does beat me, then Hook gets the match against Stokely. And then Cassidy's like, yeah, and if, if, if this match happens, we're all banned from ringside. And then Ethan Page gets so wrapped up in this. <laughs> he goes, yeah, why not make it no DQ? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. Stuff. It is. It's, it pretty, is pretty, fun. Funny. it's pretty funny. Yeah. 
so after that, we had our main event, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Versus Action Andrade. Uh, this was a really fun match. Lots of cool stuff going on here. Of course, the distraction, and uh, I think it was actually a kick, wasn't it, that uh, Garcia hits? Yeah, oh, he hit him with the clothesline while the ref is checking on Sammy after uh, Andrade hits a shotgun drop kick. And then uh, because of that clothesline, Sammy is able to hit the uh, GTH to get the win over Action Andretti. Yep. Yeah, it was a fun bout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really fun. Uh, all right, man. So, oh, let's answer some questions. Uh-huh. And Paul will call in after that. Uh, I also failed to mention earlier when I was pointing out the YouTube channel members, we also have a couple new patrons, Jen1980 mm-hmm. and Cool Bro, uh, uh, Bro are both new patrons uh, earlier in last week, Antonio Rubio, Kyle the Ginger, and Stan. All new patrons. Thank you so much. We appreciate your support, both channel members and patrons. Uh, and, yeah, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I, th- I, I know I put up a thread on the YouTube. I know you have the Patreon. I do, me. I do. Uh, Alex Foster here asks, if Cody loses to Roman, what should mm-hmm. be next for the Bloodline story? Cody shouldn't necessarily challenge uh, again right away, so there's probably uh, be some other story beats away from him. The way they're setting this up, Bloodline's losing everything at WrestleMania. Yeah, that kind of should be the thing. Um, the only way I feel like Cody's going to lose is if Vince steps in and like exercises his creative control clause. Um, Vince steps in like Hogan did at Starcade uh, 97, not today. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Now, what I'm thinking is maybe if Roman does win, I think it's a possibility. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a If Roman wins, it needs to be just the further deterioration of the bloodline. I mean, it would be fascinating if the Usos lose the tag titles and Roman wins his titles, but he sees it as a loss. Because like they, you know, they're still frayed. They're not necessarily helping Roman. Um, he won, uh, and they lost. So mm-hmm. it'd be just further manipulation. Um, and then who who knows? I don't I don't know who would challenge Roman at that point. Yeah, that wouldn't have been a better idea than Cody. You know? Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, I, I, maybe one thing they could do if Roman does retain is that Roman literally throws every member of his family in front of Cody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like during the match, like ref bump is overbooked, and and he he has his family uh, uh, take the blows from Cody just for him to capitalize on all that. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know it's yeah. like peak manipulation from Roman. Mm-hmm. It takes that uh, for him to get the win. Maggie here in chat says Seth, and yeah, Seth would be a great idea because Seth yeah. is he, that's the guy where the betrayal originated from. Mm-hmm. So to come full circle, he's also the only guy who got a win over Roman during all this. Mm-hmm. It was a DQ win, but still it was a, a win, win nonetheless. So maybe he, maybe maybe they could craft a story that would make it sort of better than 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 Cody. Even I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. the history is definitely there. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, Jonathan Vieira says, "Not wrestling related. Which movie franchise would you guys rather watch in one sitting? Fast and Furious or Transformers?" Wow. I don't think I've seen the entirety of any of those movies. I think I saw the Transformers in the, the movie theaters when it first came, like the first Bay one. Maybe I've seen and the I first like, one. Maybe crap. I saw the first one. I might have seen it with you, to be honest with you. Oh, probably Fast and Furious. Yeah. Probably, I think I think they're sort of a bit more um, 
uh, wink and a nudge, you know? Yeah, sort of. I mean, there's there is a fairly dedicated fan base to the Fast and Furious franchise, whereas I don't think, at least for the Michael Bay Transformers franchise, I don't think anybody really gives a shit about those movies. I don't know how those movies make so much money. It's yeah, nuts. It's like Avatar. Like, I don't know anybody who went to go see that second Avatar movie, but it's like, I don't know, the third most watched movie now or something like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Rivera says, I bet Gunther loses the title in a triple threat without getting pinned, joins the tournament to crown new universal champion after Cody relinquishes it. Thoughts? Guess I don't think that's going to happen. It's possible that it's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. That's my thoughts. Uh, Nick asks, if aliens came to destroy the Earth, but you could book one five-star match so the Earth wasn't destroyed, what two wrestlers would you use that are not from the same company? Okada and Seth Rollins. Okada and Brian Danielson. Yeah, that was going to be my other option there. Yeah. I would not use Roman Reigns because he cannot get five stars from Dave Meltzer. No, four and three quarters, best he can do. Four and three quarters, tops. Uh, Shavon asks uh, NXT UK champion Walter or Intercontinental champion Gunther. Gunther has been putting in the best matches every week, whatever he's on. Walter didn't wrestle week to week, but his matches always had the big fight feel to them. So. Probably Walter. I love Gunther. I think it's phenomenal that he has gotten into incredible shape. Yeah. He's still a great uh, wrestler who wrestles yeah. a lot. He is bringing prestige back to that Intercontinental Championship. Yes. But, and this is this is just me. I, I am a sucker for the aesthetics of a thing. Walter had that beef on him. He had all that meat on him. And to me, that looks a lot more... I hate to use this word realistic. It seems like it'd make more sense for him to be able to like lay into a dude like Braun Strowman, even though I know Braun Strowman is jacked and Walter yeah, yeah, was yeah. like doughy. Yeah. Um, but the fact is he had a lot of meat on him and that to me just seems more realistic. I have to, you know, suspend my disbelief a little bit less with yeah. Walter. Yeah. And I always like the idea of somebody with a fairly unassuming name like Walter. Yeah. Be able to destroy everybody. Yeah, even right, the Walters yeah. in all caps. You know, you, you see a Walter, a wrestler named Walter. That's not much. Yeah. That's not like a name that grabs you. And then you see him wrestle, like, oh shit, mm-hmm. he's incredible. They do. If you go back and look at Walter, though, they look like two different people. I know. Like I know. shedding all that weight, he looks like a completely different person. Especially his WWE render. It's hilarious. Um, Both oh, his uh, half smile on his face. Yeah, yeah. It's like half smile, like, half grimace. Yeah. It's so funny because I watched a little clip of him on the bump when he was talking about his his ranking in WWE 2K. And he's so affable. Like, he's so just yeah, I know. relaxed. And, like, he's just a normal guy. But, uh, yeah, Walter had that intimidation factor. and uh, But I, I think it's absolutely phenomenal that he is finally getting what he really deserves. Mm-hmm. A good, strong run with the Intercontinental Championship. Bringing that. He is the perfect Intercontinental Champion. <clears throat> uh, cool Bro asks, what is one of the all-time scariest spots bump that you would be willing to take? None of them. I'm oh, thinking any spots oh, or s- scary s- spots or bumps? No way. Scary bump that I'd be willing to take. I'm not taking any bumps, first of all. A scary bump. Well, willing, there'd have to be like, I'd be willing to do it for like just retirement money. Like, mm. okay, I never have to do another thing in my life. $400 million. Um, a scary bump that I'd be willing to take for $400 million. The question is, what would you do with that, those, that $400 million, Steve? I would hire so many people <laughs> to take care of my houses <laughs> and I would have you over every week 
for my my in my theater. Mm. I'd have the enforcer come up. He can live in my guest house. Y'all can have all the retirement money. I'd give you a cool couple mil each, just to just to meander, just to be around, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do the only thing we do each week. We do Smash Zone. We'd still do Smash Zone. Still do week. Smash Zone. Yeah. Um, what's an insane bump that actually is like? Uh, it doesn't seem so bad. Yeah. Uh, no. I was thinking of like, wasn't there like a really high up move? Like Kenny dropped Sammy Guevara with oh, a yeah, one winged yeah. angel. Yeah, it was at the, the first stadium stampede match. But they essentially landed in like a giant balloon slash, yeah, you know, a crash pad. Yeah. A cr- giant crash pad. Yeah. <sighs> Probably wouldn't do it. Not but for 400 million, maybe. Something like that, where it's like, okay, I'm up on Kenny's shoulders. And then I bring my head down, and then we just fall, and hopefully I'm okay. Yeah. Because it's nothing but crash pad there. It's yeah. nothing but giant air so, balloon. So long as Kenny hits crash pad at, at the right angle, all should be well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, David Matushek, considering that Mercedes' uh, New Japan contract only has a few dates left, what other non-AEW commitments should she try out first? Impact. She really wants the match against Mickey James. I'd be shocked if that doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, that 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 um, that would be outstanding. It'd be awesome to see her against Jordan Grace, Deanna Parazzo, Masha, Masha, uh, uh, Giselle Shaw. There's, there's so whole, many good wrestlers in Impact. There's a whole giant run. Yeah, there's a whole giant division mm-hmm. of Killer Kellys there. Yeah, there's there's just a ton of great wrestlers. I'd love to see her going to the women's division in Impact. I think it'd be awesome. Uh, Eastside Review says, which of the Triple H rehires has been the most disappointing? Which one do you see leaving WWE first? Which one has been the most disappointing? I think Cross has racked up too many victories, man. Every time I see his entrance, I'm like, I'm sorry, has racked up too many losses, rather. Oh. Um, <laughs> Cross is, I'm disappointed how many times he's won. Yeah, I mean, no, he's, he's really he's let me down with up. all these victories. He's racked me up. He's racked up too many losses. Like... He's not featured enough. He's not. He's not doing enough. He, they're not letting him wrestle in a like as in a, like a cool way. Um, yeah, that entrance is everything. Yeah, it really. This is. guy should be just murdering everybody. That entrance is amazing. It is really good. It is really good. Um, I had high hopes when they brought Hit Row back. Oh man! And yeah. from a creative standpoint, that that would be has done nothing with them. Nothing. Yeah, they've really done absolutely nothing with Hit Row. Nothing. Yeah. Even the heel turn led to nothing yeah they just the michael cole still just mocks uh it's like such a vince thing i know michael cole's doing with the the plancha with um, top dollar i know i know Tope dollar. it's been it's um, disappointing because they were really good i know swerve was with them too but they were really good in nxt and, and then when they got brought up i was like oh this is cool this is i'm hopeful that this will lead to something and then they, they all got released swerve went to AEW, and they brought Ashanti and Top Dollar and 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 BFAB back and then from a creative standpoint just nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mentioned like Walter had that intimidation factor with all the beef. I kind of feel like the same with with Top Dollar. I think he looked like a big beefy, like you know, just a big. He was a hoss, you know, and and he lost all that weight. Awesome for him, great yeah. for him. Yeah. From a visual standpoint, as a fan watching TV, he just looks like a guy who lost a ton of weight. He just lost a little bit of the intimidation factor. 
Um, there's that, but also, you know, that's, that's beyond, even if he hadn't lost all that weight, he's still like intimidating. They're still not doing anything with him creatively. So it's like it, that that's compounding things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sad thing is I, I really feel like top dollar, like when he, when I've seen him do stuff like the WWE, uh, mm-hmm. archive stuff, mm-hmm. the dude's got personality. Yeah. I feel like he's trying. Cause he look at this point, he's the centerpiece of hit row. He should be the focal point. And I feel like they need to let him be a bit more himself or something. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's trying to lean too hard into being a character. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's just whenever they feature him, which they really don't. No. So yeah, that that has been kind of disappointing. I was happy when they brought them back, and they yeah. just haven't done anything with them. Yeah, they've done anything with them. They've done anything. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, that's it for the questions on my end. Um, we'll do this one from Edward Munoz. He says, okay. "How do you guys feel about the positive categories and Wrestling Observer Awards going to WWE, and almost all the negative ones going to? Sorry." positive ones going to AEW, the negative ones going to WWE. I phrased this. We answered this question to a degree. I brought this up in the pre-show, which is going to go up on Friendo Club (laughs) TV. And I had a really, really well-phrased answer to this. But essentially, it's this. So I'm not just trying to, you know. Paraphrase, um, yes. I'm going to try to do it as eloquently as I did it before. When you build a community, as the Wrestling Observer has done through the newsletter and through their, you know, podcast and, and their video and stuff, much the way we have as well here going in raw built a community put a show out get some you know listeners whatever when you do that and you're able to build that community you're building it because the people that you are um uh that that are tuning in to see you understand and to a degree appreciate and maybe even agree with your perspective your point of view AW is a company built off of, uh, you know, basically a lot of Dave Meltzer's friends in the industry, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, the elite. Um, Tony Khan has used the Wrestling Observer outlet to promote heavily his AW stuff. Seemingly, when Tony Khan wants to get on Wrestling Observer, the radio, he could just call up Dave and he yeah. gets on there. Yeah. Apparently, they can. he can even shift schedules around to do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, if the scuttlebutt of the weekend is to be believed. Yes. Um, And so when you're building up this audience, if you are so, you know, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? If if you genuflect so much over one thing, AEW, which Dave Meltzer has done because it's a company built on the foundations of the kind of wrestling that Dave Meltzer likes. Yeah. And you give AEW that voice always. And if you've built up a contentious relationship with WWE along the last 30 years, Mm -hmm. your fan base, your audience... They're Good. not going to be too into WWE, regardless of who's running the show. Yeah, it's going to reflect all that, what you just said. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so it's not surprising. It's much like when we hear it going in Raw, do our friendos, our friendo awards. By and large, the stuff that we're really into has is reflected in the results of of the voting. And mm-hmm. that's fine. It's it's the community that we, that we have built. Yep. yep sort of understand where we're coming from and i'm not saying that they paired us exactly you know they they you know they watch us and listen to us because we have similar predilections i guess yeah. you know yeah. similar tastes taste. yes yeah um so our audience will see things by and large the way we have you know uh, uh, chosen to present our opinions on things mm-hmm. and their audience will do the same Yep. You know, 
It's not, this is not when you put out a poll like that to your audience, you're not putting that out to an unbiased sample size. You know, they are, they are part of your community. Yes. And they will see things the way that you have presented them. Yep. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. With that in mind, should we give Paul a call? Oh, yeah. Let's bring Paul in here. I want to get some water. What do you need water for? You can do some talking here quite a bit. I think you are. Nah, well, I got like uh, some paperwork that requires some voice mm. stuff. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, here we go. Hello, this is Paul Levesque in the game Triple H chat. Who's ready for Monday Night Raw? Are you ready? Hi, Triple H. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Steve, how is Fat John Cena doing? Um, We're all doing well over here at Going and Raw. Thanks for asking. I got good news for you. I know that there was some controversy last Friday with my overly uh, 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 passionate horniness uh however you caught me in a good period right now i'm in what they call a refractory period oh all right because i uh mm. took good old jr's advice mm. i went to the uh bathroom how stall. about how about a how about a, i got a question for you yeah what's your question uh, so there's been some reports that uh there's some people backstage unhappy with your approach to book in wrestlemania <laughs> yeah carrying cross that's it oh okay yeah because he's not gonna be at wrestlemania Ah, he's going to be doing like meet and greets, uh, signing autographs, pressing the flesh, which I did earlier in the bathroom. Suck it. Yeah, I had to get that in there. You thought that interrupting me, I'd get off that subject. I let you interrupt me this time because I thought it'd be funny to bring it back around. I give you control, but you think you're better. Bow down to the master. Do, 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 oh, do, all right. What do, can you expect from Raw tonight? H in the bathroom. Uh, Raw tonight. I don't know. Let me bring up my notes. Uh, where are my notes? Oh, you have uh, notes for it. Okay. Hold on. I got notes around here somewhere. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rob, here we go. Uh, Becky Lynch and Lita are going to have a big bitch for WWE Women's Tag Team Gold. That's right. Damage Control. They're putting the tag team titles on the line, uh, but there's an X factor involved, and it's a uh, Bailey. We're going to see Trish Stratus tonight. Oh, wouldn't you love to know the big surprises? Uh, you give us scoops yeah, all the time. Oh, okay. She's gonna be, she's gonna be, okay. Yeah, good. You know, if you don't interrupt me, uh, if you if you don't interrupt me, I mean, I, I, I have a certain way of speaking. Uh, oh, apologies, apologies. Uh, don't interrupt. Don't interrupt my ass. Let's let's practice. Uh, I know you really want it up right now. Uh, also, tonight on Raw, Brock Lesnar, will he accept Moss's WrestleMania challenge? I know I've been getting a lot of heat from the internet wrestling uh, nerds out there. And they're like, oh, wow. Why would Triple H book Moss versus Brock Lesnar? That's garbage. It's got to be Vince back in control. Uh, who am I Im- imitating there? Uh, I know who it is, but I'm uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. So, yeah, well, Brock Lesnar, uh, Richard, yeah, he's going to come back. He's going to drop him off with an F5. Bobby Lashley comes back. Oh, all right. All right. That's what I thought then. Yeah. Or it's going to be a boss versus Brock Lesnar. I haven't decided yet. Oh, okay. Well, you got to gotta make that decision. I got to watch that Wrestle Juice video. Where Three and a half hours, sorry, roughly. With Fat John Cena, where he talks about how WrestleMania. I find it funny. Fat John Cena thinks that he could book a better WrestleMania than me. Uh, well, I guess you can take it up with him, huh? No, I don't want to see his fat face. Uh-uh, no. We can we can put whatever still you want to. He doesn't have to be there on video. 
No, wait, what? No, I don't. Listen, move on. Asuka is uh, Car- versus Carbella. She's going to wipe the floor with Carbella. She's going to get missed in the face uh, and then drop her with some kicks and then uh, to do the thing that she does. Oh, the Ring the of Oscar. Saturn deal. Yeah. Yeah, or the Oscar like, whatever, whichever one works better. Uh, Sounds good. I just let her go out there and do, don't interrupt. I just let her go out there and do what she wants to do. She's Oscar. She's greatest. All right. Uh, there's Miss TV, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's Miss TV. Look, man, sometimes dad texts me. He's like, hey, you need to put more Miss TV on there. I'm like, dad, that's garbage. And he, he's like, oh, I know who you're, I know who you're imitating right now. And then, uh, but yeah, Miss TV is going to be on there. Right. But I try to at least make them entertaining. What? I at least try to make them entertaining. Oh, thank you. Okay. And then the Ms. TV segment. Uh, and then Candice LeRae is going to take on Piper Niven. I did funny. You can't understand the words I said. No, there's maybe a bad connection or something. I'm sorry. You got bail. Next up, Candice LeRae. Remember when the internet used to be? Yeah. I remember that. You got nail. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, Candice LeRae battles Piper Niven. Uh, All right. But then we're probably going to get, don't interrupt me. I, haven't, I wasn't done with that preview. And then we're probably going to get like some like Nikki Cross stuff maybe in this match. Uh, and then Piper Niven gets the win uh, because Candice LeRae gets distracted by Nikki Cross. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Probably going to happen. Uh, makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Well, thank you, Triple H. I don't want to keep you. I know you're a busy no, man. I got nothing better to do. You want to just hang out, watch some TV? My refractory period might be done soon. Uh, you want to watch that's, some that's pornography fine. I'll let you, I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you do what you do. Break it down, pornography with the game. Triple H, you and me sitting next to each other. He's gone. He left. Okay. How'd that telephone call? Was it better than the last one? Was he not as horny? super horny. He's, he's still horny? Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Was he making all sorts of inappropriate comments? Of course. You talk about trains, like choo-choo trains? Not, not, not today, thankfully. Well, that's good. All right on. Uh, Nightfall here with the uh, membership on YouTube. Says Triple H, if Vince isn't in charge, explain Otis becoming a male model. Just missed asking that to the game. Just missed him. I would suspect that he would probably think that Otis is funny. He should be in funny stuff. He probably just misses, oh, yeah, Otis. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, let's put him in some funny stuff. I think Triple H probably thinks Maximil Models is funny. Yeah. Or maybe he just keeps him around. You think he just keeps Maximil Models around just to, like, you know, to, 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 to notion events, you know, hey, I'm keeping some of your stuff around. Maybe. This maybe. Keep you. I wonder if there's any amount of stuff that Triple H keeps around just to sort of, like, you know, be like, look, man, if I if I dismantle this, you know, I think the the big question is what would WWE look like if Vince was completely and totally out of the picture? Either yeah. he passes or he's jailed or or the company is sold and he is completely frozen out and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it'd would be like, Triple H really overhaul it. Yeah, I don't know. That I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that's going to do it for the show today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thank you to the new channel members. Thank you to the new patrons. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.